some of you may or may not be aware that I recently acquired my uh, first cat, whose, whose name is Harry, and we're getting another cat in a couple of weeks, and we haven't decided what we're going to call him yet. Well, in fact, we have, but I can't remember what we're, we're naming him after a, a cartoon creation of mine, but I can't remember which one. Um, one of the one of the matchstick cats, anyway, whatever, I, I don't care, they're all the same. Cats are, cats are crap, I have, I have no interest in, in, in myself whatsoever, but my girlfriend, Joanne Farrell, is um, fascinated by them. She, she spends all day petting the cats and giving them food and cleaning their crap out of the various assorted items which which they use as uh, toilet bowls. Um, cats, as you know, aren't able to flush toilets. Um, they, they find it very hard to, to reach the handle. They're, they're just just too damn high up and I have the same problem myself uh, so I, I just go in the garden with the dog and uh, the, the cat just goes on the carpet it's all fine I mean people people are fussy about these things it's, it doesn't matter We're, you're all going to be dead in 50 years time anyway there's no point worrying about this sort of stuff uh, life's just too damn short I mean I, I don't worry about little crappy things like uh, nuclear war and uh, murderers on the loose killing our children and the, the fact that uh, Michael Jackson might be moving to the t- same town where my mother lives here here in uh, the east coast of Ireland. Uh, there's, there's just no point worrying about that sort of stuff. Um, but I do anyway, I worry. Um, that's, that's the way my brain is. I worry about um, everything. I worry about the news. I worry about the, the fact that my beer has been in the freezer a little too long and, and it's gone slightly, it's slightly turned to slush. And I'm worried that my, the alcohol might evaporate somehow from, from it or something. I don't know if if, if if you freeze beer or cider, does, does it do something to the alcohol? Does the alcohol disappear? Because if that's the case, I'm just drinking um, empty empty liquid here, and it's going to have no effect on, on, on my intoxication. Not that I'm an alcoholic or anything, you understand, it's just that I'm, um, I have a, a very small bladder, and I... I, I the, the more the more I drink, the more I'm going to need to go to the toilet. So I want to get some value out of the damn stuff. I, w- I want to to um, get drunk, uh, frankly, as as quickly as possible. Um, last night that reminds me. Last night we went to see uh, Billy Joel, the pop singer, in uh, a, a Gaelic football stadium here in in uh, Ireland. And I have to say, he was bloody good. That, that man, that man knows how to play the piano. I can tell you, and, and he damn well plays the piano. And and uh, he, he doesn't know how to play the guitar, but he, he has a go at it. And then he sings and stuff, and, and he has a lot of songs that he sings. Um, one of them, one of them, he he goes, she's always a woman, and, and it's about this this woman who who um, who's, who's an actress, and she refuses to play any male roles. She 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 only plays female roles, and of course the the rest of the um, the um, female movement, the female rights movement, hate her because she's she they feel she's holding them all back. She she refuses to um, she she takes on all these roles as as women in films and things and and she might as well just be if the rest of them feel she might as well just be staying at home minding ten children and pump, pumping out another kid every nine months and she she's wrecking the, the freedom movement for women and I, I see their point she's a stupid bitch she's she's just you know um but anyway so it was a great concert and I, I got a CD from earlier on his tour called 12 Gardens, and that's when he played uh, 12 Nights at a place called Madison Square Gardens, which I believe is in New York. Um, they, had to, um, they had to dig up all the plants, I believe, so, so they dig up all the people there. And uh, that's fine. I mean, plants are, plants 
you don't need plants. Plants are just stealing all, all the uh, carbon dioxide from the air, so so uh, there's just oxygen left, and it's just if, if you have pure oxygen, I mean, it's going to knock you out. So so as far as I'm concerned, plants are highly dangerous. So the sooner we get rid of the damn things, the better. The same with animals. They're they're just well, they're stealing all the oxygen, which is even worse. And animals breathe oxygen, and that's that sort of thing. It's just. You know, if if you've got a pet, kill it immediately. You're 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 stealing your child's future, and you're wrecking the planet for future generations. There's going to be no oxygen left, and then you'll be sorry. I'll tell you, I won't be sorry. You'll be dead. But uh, you, you you don't care about future generations. Apparently, so you're, so you're willing to let the the future the future of our race just die out, but just so your dog can breathe. What kind of a fucking bastard are you? Now I speak to you at around three o'clock on a Sunday afternoon at the, at the end of July, and I've just opened a can of beer. It's a uh, Coors Light, which I believe I've discussed before on this podcast. I, I think I've made my my opinions about light beer uh, perfectly clear. Um, it, it says on the can it tastes born in the Rocky Mountains, high in the Rocky Mountains, in fact. Now, um, there, there are some Rocky Mountains nearby here, hearing um. Near, near here in the Midlands of Ireland. Um, I don't know what they're called, um, but I think they're just called mountains, really. I mean, we don't we don't really give things names to things here in Ireland. Um, we we, we obviously we give Ireland a name because you, you pretty much have to if, if you're if you're mingling in the international community and someone asks you where you're from, you have to say well you can't just say well I'm from um, that teddy bear shaped piece of land just left of uh, the United Kingdom. Um, because for, well, for a start they'll, they'll laugh at you to say uh, did you not do geography it's, it's called west it's not left and you, you can't really call it left anyway because if, if you're looking up into the sky from uh, England then Ireland is right but if you're looking down on England from the sky as, as you would look at an atlas um, Ireland is left of England and, and frankly, if, you, if you look at a globe and if you turn the globe on its side um, Ireland would appear to be higher up than England so obviously you, you have to have some better measurement of 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 uh, of these um, relative uh, placings of, of of the continents and, and the countries. So that's that's why north, south, east, and west were invented. And frankly, I think the system works very well. If if you've got a compass, um, we weren't allowed to have compasses at, at school. They were they were too sharp. So we used to just um, draw draw a circle using um. Um, a piece of string tied to a biro. You'd, you'd hold down the piece of string at a certain point, which would be the middle of the circle, and then you'd drag the, the, the pen around or the pencil and, and you draw a circle like that. And, and that's what we did instead of using compasses. But compasses have another use that you, you can point them and, well, they, they'll, they'll point to the, to the magnetic north pole for you, which is fine. Um, but it, it never occurred to anyone that, that explorers might want to, to be a little more adventurous than that and go somewhere other than the north pole. Columbus, Columbus had one of these damn instruments, and, and that's how he ended up taking so long to get anywhere. He he just had to keep following the north magnetic north pole until he got right up to the north, and then he'd have to turn his compass around and go and go back to where he came and end up at the magnetic south pole. And he'd, he'd find anything that was along that line. He he discovered that, so he he discovered the the West Indies. Um, 
Well, he, he didn't actually just, he, he only really saw them from a distance because, of course, the compass wouldn't show him how to go west, so it only showed him how to go north. And he, he had to guess at west, he, he, he kind of guessed it was halfway between north and south. And that, that's how he ended up at the equator. And the equator, uh, as you know, is, is a line that runs around the centre of the earth and, and uh, back and forward and, and then it guards the, the southern hemisphere. Um, the Southern Hemisphere, of course, is where the Australians live, and, and Australian men, although although they look rough in films like Crocodile Dundee, they look tough and strong and stuff, they're actually complete pussies, and, and that's why they need this line running around the centre of the earth to, to protect them. Um, tigers, with probably being a better idea, lions just spend half the time pooling themselves and, and, and combing their hair. As was my, my new cat, Harry, um, I got a cat a few weeks ago, we named him Harry after one of my... Um, one of my comic cartoons creations, which used to be on the internet. Um, Harry is, is, is a tough little bastard at times. He, he can scrape you to bits. But he can also be nice and kind and, and, and gentle and he, um, when he wants something. And that's pretty much what all animals are like. Dogs are, pretty, dogs are the same. They, they just they do it a different way. Dogs dogs don't lick their arse. I've noticed that. We, we, we've got a dog and a cat recently. Dogs don't, don't lick their arse. Cats do. Do, dogs prefer to just um, keep themselves filthy and dirty and cats cats are hygienic so so they lick they lick the um the feces from around their anus to keep themselves nice and clean and so so um yeah I've always admired the hygienic standards uh, the cats have and um that said do dogs are friendly and loyal and, and, and they'll they'll do anything for you. Our, our dog Chico would eat the cat if he if he thought it was going to uh, endanger us or or if he was hungry and that's really what you need from a pet, isn't it? You need someone to guard you and keep you safe and, and someone who, who you can throw out into the garden when you want to watch television. And, um, of course, we, we, we've, we're pet lovers, myself and Joanne. We, we, our, our dog lives in at the height of comfort. He has his own television in, in the garden. He has two kennels. Um, he gets fed on, almost every day and, and we, we get lazy, um, in which case he, he, he has a telephone, he can, he can ring for takeaway, there's no problem at all. Um, he particularly likes the Indian um, meals, he, he knows the language very well, um, he's, he's, a, he's an Indian breed, um, so yeah. That's, that's what I meant about talking about today. I, I knew, I, I knew I'd, I'd think of it eventually. Turnips. Um, we, we planted some turnips in the garden here here lately. Um, we, we don't really have any hopes for them. The, um, turnip, a turnip is pretty much a fully grown plant, and, and there's no point um, sticking it back into the ground. It's not, it's not going to turn into anything. You, you, really, you really should plant turnip seeds. Um, then you'll have a new beginning. But if, if you plant turnips, you're, you're pretty much just... Um, it's, it's, a, it's not like a butterfly that's going to turn into a beautiful maggot or, or whatever, whatever it does. It's, it's just going to sit there and rot. But we do it anyway because we, we just like to, you know, we like to experiment. I mean, where, where's the world going to be in a in, uh, hundred years from now if people don't experiment and do new things and, and come up with... I mean, this CD I have here, um, Billy Joel, 12 Gardens Live. I mean, that would that would never have been invented if, if someone hadn't been... Um, 
drawing circles with a compass at school one day and thought, oh, this round thing could, could hold some music, I suppose, or could hold some sort of um, information of, of, of a computeristic nature, and it could be copied onto onto the uh, disc-shaped object, which we would call um, a, a disc, except, except it would be... Um, a small disc would be compact, so we call it a compact disc, and we could shove all the music and, and the information and, and other stuff onto the computer disc, and then just tuck it away in, in, a, in a press somewhere, um, like like a, a, a time, like a, a, a one of those time things where you bury a load of stuff in a in a box for people to see a hundred years later. And frankly, if if we don't experiment with, with things like turnips, um, that sort of thing is never going to happen. And we're never going to have CDs, we're never going to have uh, DVDs or MP3s or MP4s or uh, computers or, or technology or television or um, dogs that, that walk backwards on, on uh, little things with two wheels even though they've got no legs, they've had their legs amputated but they, they can drive themselves around in these little battery powered wheelchairs so, so they don't have to be put down. Um, we're never going to have that sort of thing um, unless... Um, we're, we're more creative, especially in our gardening. Um, I like to plant scallions as well. Um, um, what I do with the scallions is, is once they're fully grown, I take them out and plant them back in upside down. Now I'm trying to create a new type of tree that's, that's got a white white head on it, um, with white, hopefully white leaves. It'd, be, it'd look like an oak tree, except it'd be, have a green stem and a, a big white bulbous um, head on it where, where all the branches and, and leaves are. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm planning ahead because um, when, when we settle on the moon and on, on Mars and other planets eventually, us humans, we're, we're going to want to have um, exotic looking uh, trees like that. We don't want to bring the same old crop from here. You, you don't want some beat. You don't want to go three million miles to go and settle on the moon and be the first uh, human family to live on the moon and then just find yourself blow, growing some crappy little apple tree that you could have grown at home. I mean, you might as well just have not bothered to go at all then. You, you're just wasting petrol. And um, the more petrol you waste, the sooner we're going to have to get off the planet anyway. Now I'm going to cut cut across myself and, and not let my fit let myself finish that last sentence because that last sentence was in fact um, dreadfully long. I went on for um, another uh, 12 minutes or so after after what you heard. And frankly, I, I don't think you're 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 able to uh, cope with a sentence that long. You, you haven't had enough practice. I mean, I've only been with you on the air here for a few weeks, and obviously I'm going to improve. Uh, your your mind and your intelligence over the coming months, uh, and you get better, and eventually you'll you'll be able to cope with with big intellectual stuff like 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 the stuff that I've just edited out. But but for now it, it's a bit much for you, so so we leave it at that. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about is uh, masking tape. Um, that w I'm reminded of it because I see some masking tape on the shelf here beside me as as I look at the bookcase, and I don't know if you can hear this. Um, that's that's the sound of me ripping some masking tape off off the reel, and so, which was a fairly stupid thing to do, really, because I don't have any use for it, and I'm going to have to carefully roll it back onto to its its um its cardboard uh, circular um 
this is what you call a tape holder thing um, otherwise it's just a big waste and it's just really t looking for things to talk about and, and uh, speaking of which um, I, I also see in my bookshelf here a nail scissors now um, I, I like to cut my nails at least once a week um, I cut my well I cut my toenails a little less than that I mean because I forget about it or, or, or because um, well I, I don't notice them they're, they're down on my feet and my, my feet aren't aren't really at, at eye level um, a lot of the time um, my, my fingernails aren't at eye level either but they're pretty much they're much they're in range of my peripheral vision I mean uh, when, when I'm riding my moped to work I, I can look down at the handlebars and, and then I'll see then I'll see my fingernails um, assuming I, I've forgotten to put on my gloves that I normally wear when I'm when I'm motorcycling um, but that's, that's not really it's, you know, um, people have nail files too. That, that it's it's a type of um, well, it's it's a type of a cataloging thing. It's it's a drawer and it's divided into into ten or fifteen different files, and, and they put their old nails into that and screws as well. And and they use it if, if they ever need to pull up shelves. You know, they know where to go for nails, and and they have them very well organised. I have to say, um, these these people they they have a, a different file for each size of nail. Um, what becomes a problem is, is, is what you, how you, um, how you account for um, damaged files. I mean, the damaged nails. I mean, the, each nail is going to have a different type of, of damage to it. And, and how do you, how do you file them? But by in order of, of how much damage they have. I mean, if you, you want to find one that's that's just missing the. Um, Oh, the third circle of 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 the um, spirally thing that goes around the outside of the nail. Um, what are you going to look under? Are you, are you going to look under S for a spirally thing missing, or T for a third spirally thing missing? I mean, it's, it's, you can't. You can there's, there's only so far you can go with this filing thing. That's that's why people have to invent the uh, the supercomputer. That that's why every office today has has a a whole room dedicated to to a huge computer that just does all the thinking for them. And of course, this has put a lot of people out of jobs. There's just, just, just people going around now who were replaced by supercomputers, and they find themselves just sitting on the street, um, mumbling binary code, mumbling one zero 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 one 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 one, and uh, harping on about the days when they used to get paid for that sort of thing. And um, of course, some of them, some of them adapted and became computer programmers, but they, they don't do it very well, frankly, because they, their heart isn't in it. They're, they're very bitter towards these computers, and they, they just don't like the technology. They, they know what it did to them in their previous career, and so they, they purposely, intentionally mess up the code. And that's why we have so many bugs in, in the likes of Windows and, and all these other programs we use on the computers today. It's it's a uh, bitter people who were replaced by computers and had to come back and learn programming. And and they're intentionally sabotaging the computers and uh, frankly I think it's perfectly reasonable that I would do the same if I was them. to you um, for the first time ever in this series of podcasts I am simultaneously talking and eating a cheese sandwich yeah, there, there are in fact two sandwiches one, one of them has um, some scallions in them um, for a sandwich now I found out only recently from my girlfriend that you're supposed to eat the white part of the scallion and throw away the green stalk I've always eaten the green stalk and thrown away the white bit and uh, apparently that's weird um I don't care really. I, I don't believe in 
conforming to these uh, cultural thingies where you're not supposed to make eating noises on the radio for a start and you're not supposed to, to eat the green part of the scallion. The green part of the scallion is lovely and my, my favourite part of it is where hours after you eat the, the sandwich you start farting and it's, it's a it's a unique uh, there's a unique texture to the fart from 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 when you've eaten a scallion sandwich. It's, it's, it's lovely. Now I'm running short of things to say to you, so so I, I think what I'm going to do is read you an old written article that that I wrote for my website uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, the subject is September the 11th, 1999, and obviously it's a very controversial subject, but you you you'll get through and it's a service to you. And the article is called September the 11th, 1999, and here it goes. It feels like several years have passed since the events of September the 11th, 1999, and for me anyway, they have faded into memory, and I cannot for the life of me remember how I spent that day. One thing is for certain, I was six years younger than I am today, and the turn of the millennium was but a pair of cat's eyes on the horizon of the winter solstice, waiting for its arrival to shed disappointingly little light on the eternal questions which we therefore carry with us into the 21st century. And now here we are, three-fifths of a decade later. Yet, can it be called a decade when it splits its legs unequally, not only between the 90s and the zeros, but between two centuries of different beginnings, and between two millennium years, one now wholly of the past, the other almost entirely, and in any case sufficiently so for it to be predominantly the case, and therefore the dominant simply by the application of the principal majority rule, which any healthy democracy knows is the fairest possible way, albeit not perfect one, of the future. And where are we today? As a child, I used to visualise the months of the year as being arranged in a wheel shape, with November at 11 o'clock on a steep incline, and this time of year at the bottom of a friendly downhill, downhill slope from Christmas. If I'm right, that means we go back round the same wheel every year, which means that effectively the passage of time can only bring limited advances until we end up back right where we are. That is why no amount of training for years in space and engines that last forever can enable man to reach the furthest planets. It is simply chronologically impossible to get anywhere that is more than a year away. And that's why plants flower but once a year, rather than trying to what they know is achievable, unachievable, flowering continuously through consecutive calendrical, calendrical cycles. It's why animals go into hibernation to make sure they are not active continuously for more than a year at a time. For if nature allowed us to continue something through two years in a row, she knows he would not reco would recognise it second time around, and know that she was cheating and reusing the same year all the time. Hmm. It's why the world can only grow big enough to spin once on its axis in any year. And thank God for that. Our lives are busy enough rushing round from place to place. The last thing we need is to live on a planet that spins, say, twice as fast as it currently does. No doubt some pharmaceutical manufacturer would come up with a cure for dizziness and through lack of competition keep the price high until its patent runs out after 70 years, 35 new years. Clearly, the less adventurous around us would have to move to one of the polar extremes which rotates less quickly. And what about the melting of the ice caps? We would experience this extreme shortage of ice and have to drink hot beverages all the time. The resultant extra heat would cause untold acceleration in global warming, and we'd be pretty much banjaxed. Don't say you weren't warned. 
or at least if you must lie, try not to lie to yourself. It's one thing deceiving others, it's quite another to try to con yourself. That's just a recipe for disaster. Just yesterday I tried to trick myself out of five euro which I wanted for sweets. Next thing I knew, I'd inexplicably lost five euro of my own money. I have no idea where. Now if you'd like to comment on that rather controversial article, um, you can email me at studio at or just go to www.interiorhead.com and post in the stalkers, stalkers forum on the website. Now obviously I've raised a lot of serious issues there, um, not least the one about both uh, the Earth rotating uh, on its axis, and the, we, we all, everyone knows, well, it's, it's pretty much agreed among most people who, who don't think enough about these things. That the Earth uh, rotates on its axis once a year, but who who decides who decides what a year is? That's the thing is, I think people are just deciding. Well, the Earth's rotated again another time. We'll, we'll call that a year. Uh, it doesn't matter how many days have passed or anything. We'll just call that a year because the, the Earth wouldn't mess it up. It wouldn't rotate at a different speed every year or anything. And I think Mother Nature is is taking the piss and, and, and messing with our heads. I mean, I'm pretty sure last year was a lot shorter than than the year before. And I seem to remember there being a lot more weather this year uh, than there was last year. So there's something, something not quite right there. And uh, I'd really welcome your opinions. Um, into your head at Newsburg, sorry, you know, um, studio at intoyourhead.com or just post in the forum at the website www.intoyourhead.com. And I, I'd really love to start a debate going about this among the listeners. Um, it's time we had some interaction here. I mean, I mean, I can't just keep talking and talking and talking and you not giving me feedback and telling me that you're learning something. I mean, I, I, as a teacher and, uh, and with you as a student of human nature, I, I need to know that you're getting something out of this and I need to know that you, that you are, that I'm at least starting a discussion in your mind uh, about the issues that, that I bring up here and, and that you're, you're thinking about these things and, and not just sitting there soaking it in like, like a like a puppy soaks in his, his food, um, regardless of whether or not he's hungry, he, he just eats everything. And you, you can't be acting like a puppy for your whole life, because you'll never get anywhere, you'll, you'll, never, you'll never learn anything, and you won't have a career, and you, you'll, you'll just you just end up listening to things on the internet all day, and, and, and that won't get you anywhere. I mean, Jesus. I mean, pull yourself together, for fuck's sake. That was Into Your Head, online at intoyourhead.com. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to post a badly spelled incoherent rambling in the Stalkers Forum guestbook over at www.intoyourhead.com.